Surprise or not, the Cubs really want Shohei Otani. We talk about it more now. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Best way to support the show is by listening every day on your preferred audio platform and by liking and commenting below on YouTube. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's Wednesday episode is presented by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Based on all the reports over the last week, it is apparent now that the Cubs' top target this offseason is Shohei Otani. And before we Uh, Get the comments like, oh, well, every team's top target is Otani. First of all, no. It's down to about four or five teams already. We'll discuss that later. Mm. And the Cubs really want him. Now, again, you could say that the Dodgers and the Giants and the Rangers and the Angels really want him too. But we're going to put all the puzzle pieces together, Sam. And quite frankly, it's just fun to talk about. I like. I don't like when we just jump right into things like this. That's you the know, locked on format. How's your week? You no, know, can't do that. Happy oh, wow. Wednesday. No. You know what's going on? I, I just I, I feel a little rushed. We jump uh, right in on this program. Um, what am I talking about? Oh, time. Well, here I'll tell you what's going on. Okay. I feel right. like my lungs are clogged. There's someone burning leaves down the street. It's coming through the house. I'm coughing up a storm. I'm indoors. Yeah. All right. So Otani, I I do think there is this buzz, Matthew. Um, I agree with what you're saying. And wow, that was there's a lot of them. Sorry, I had the loop on. Oh, uh, and uh, the loop track that should have been turned off. That's a bad job by me as a producer. Um. It, it feels like the Cubs, it's a little deeper, I agree with you, than just interest. Uh, you know, according to many sites, the Cubs are the number two favorites right now to land mm, Shohei Otani right. behind the Los Angeles Dodgers. And, you know, I'm excited about the second segment because I had a couple people tweet at me and even message me privately the last couple of days saying, do you really think it's worth it from a baseball standpoint? And I'm excited to talk about that. But in terms of... You know, Otani, if you're wondering why we're talking about this again, it's because it's it's very real in the industry. It's it's not a secret, right? It, the, the council thing was was a pretty well-kept secret by the Cubs. This is not being kept a secret. Uh, we don't know if the Cubs are going to get Otani, but what we do know is they are going to go after him. They are going to pitch him. They are going to to get, get him an offer. And like Matt just said, yeah, there are a lot of teams that want it, but how many actually a have the finances to do it and B have a legitimate shot. And, and, and the Cubs are one of those teams. I mean, if you just start 
talking about the rest of the teams. We know about the Dodgers. The Mets will probably have an offer. The Yankees will, will go for it. Maybe the Giants. I really don't see the Angels having much of a chance. So, I mean, what what right. is it? Four teams? Yeah, I, I've put together some reports, and it looks like you're going to have to beat the Dodgers, Giants, Rangers, and Angels. Oh, so uh, you think the Angels have a legit shot? No, but I think you, you'd still – they have a seat at the table. And the Yankees don't. Not not after the preliminary stages. I don't think they do. And I think wow. their target is Yamamoto. That'd be surprising if the Yankees weren't involved in that. Yeah, I don't think no. they will be in the serious nature. Wow. Um Yeah. Mets I, I, Mets won't be either. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't buy that. Um Padres not in it. Well, no, well, the Padres don't have the money. Mariners not in it. That's a no. team I thought would be. So did I. What, what, and, and, and when you say this, is this just coming off of like Morosi or is the real? Yeah, it's all, it's a combination. It's Morosi, Heyman, Nightingale, yeah. Sherman, Rosenthal. Well, you've been, you've been involved in this long enough to know mystery teams come along. Yeah, especially in this process because it is a pretty secretive process. But the big twist for me is that this is going to happen either during the winter meetings, which is less than three weeks away, starts on December 4th, ends on December 7th, or before. Jeff Passan said, don't be surprised if, if he signs before the winter meetings, which would not be good for baseball. Uh, but if he's ready to make that decision, then, then so be it. And well, if the Cubs remain quiet for the next couple of weeks, then I think you we will know that they are firmly in it still for him. And you're not going to see many other moves of the big nature until he signs, right? Exactly. He's going he's to be the domino to fall. The, the, the biggest contract is always, it always sets the, the market. Like, you know, teams aren't going to, if it's one of those things, if you got a small shot at Otani, you're going to hold off on everybody else. You know where Otani's going. Right. And, you know, I, I think it's, I think the next part of the show is really important. I think this part of the show is very much just letting you guys know that, you know, Matt and I, I'll speak for you, Matt, take this job very seriously. We don't like to just come out like, you know, we don't just do things to do things like Matt, Matt randomly on a random day. It was like maybe five, six days after the off season decided to do an episode about Reese Hoskins. I was like, it just feels kind of weird. Matt's like, trust me. Um, I'm hearing some things, and I feel like it makes sense. And and now all the major outlets connect Reese Hoskins to the Cubs. Like we're doing this for a reason, and the reason is is to let you guys know this is real. I'm not sitting here and saying it's gonna happen because I have no idea. But what I can tell you is is based on everything that I'm hearing, the, the Cubs are targeting Shohei Otani. I've also heard that they really are interested in a Juan Soto trade. Like I've heard a lot of those things. Yeah. Yeah. But, but this thing, it isn't like one of those things where it's like, Hey, you know, and the Cubs are on the list. No, it's, it's the Cubs are firmly in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. And, and the question is Matt, and I don't want to go too seg uh, too much into a segue too early. The question is, is, what do you feel about that as a fan, considering that he will not be right. pitching? And I'm excited to talk sure. about that that aspect of it. Yeah, and Bob Nightingale said they're going to be the most aggressive. Uh, John Morosi, in a, in a response to a question about Cody Bellinger, said the Cubs have, quote, other priorities right now, close quote, and later added that geography 
is not as much of a factor as we realize for Otani. And I have confidence in Jed Hoyer and the Cubs as a franchise that can put together a convincing presentation over the next few weeks. Um, they're good at that. And it seems like owner Tom Ricketts is ready to make a commitment of that size. So would you make a commitment of that size from a baseball and otherwise standpoint? Is this one player worth it? And we talk about that coming up next. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. We spent a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits. And I'm thankful for that connection we have. And today I want to chat about something a little more personal, whether you're on extended travel, bracing for a major, major weather event, or limited by yet another supply shortage, you are covered. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics, and a long list of daily meds can be ordered in a one-year supply, even ED generics for Cialis and Viagra prescriptions. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout for a discount as well. Verified customer had this to say about Jace. I am thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills and have to have it, and I ordered most of my daily meds with a year's supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year's supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E, medical.com, to see if it's offered for you. And remember to use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase. We're back here on Lockdown Cubs. Yeah, we are. And Sam signing yep. Otani, first of all, baseball perspective, uh, power friendly ballpark at Wrigley. But listen, this type of signing would change everything now and possibly forever. Ticket sales, merchandise sales, sponsorship opportunities, marquee ratings, marquee subscriptions, uh, radio ratings, TV sales, radio sales in addition to anything related to any possible footprint in Japan, I feel like it's a move that will only pay off. What do you think? Well, I think there's two questions, Matt. I think the the one that you have in the box there, the answer is yes. Is it worth the money? Yes, the return on investment, like you just said. You're going to get your money back threefold, fourfold. It, it makes all the sense. You sign Otani, you give him $500 million. Over the course of the time, the, the, the new audience you bring in, you just set all of it, the streams, everything like that. That 100%, it's worth the money. The question is, 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 the, is it the best thing for the team wins and losses-wise if that's the only thing that they do. So hmm. th my point is this. Let's say they have a budget, right? Let's say Tom Ricketts tells Jed, your budget, uh, uh, you know, in, in terms of total contracts this year, you know, it, it would never go like this. But just for, for in layman's terms is, you know, 500 million, right? So you could sign a couple guys. Three, and it's just Otani's the guy. Because he's not pitching, you know, you have to hope that that return on investment enables Ricketts to do more than just get Otani. Like, Shohei Otani just offensively obviously helps your team tremendously, right? Last season, he led he led the league, in, led the American League in, in uh, 
slug. He led yeah. it in OPS. He was on a 53 home run pace before he got injured 135 games in. And I believe he still led the NL with 44 home runs, even though he missed the last month or so of the season. Uh, he's a dynamic hitter. He's one of the premier power bats in the game. But so is a guy like Juan Soto, and he's going to cost you probably $100, $150 million less. Otani's extra cost is, comes from the fact that, A, he brings stuff to your team off the field that you don't have, but B, and B being the main point, is that he also could pitch, but in the 2024 season, he's probably not going to be doing much of that. So I, I do think that conversation is fair. But hey, hey, you know, they need more than just an offensive player. They do need pitching. So if they do get Otani, are they still going to add a pitcher? Now, if Shohei Otani were fully healthy, that could be all they needed, right? But but he's not. He's not going to be pitching. Now, I don't want my, my comments to be misconstrued here. I am all on board for signing Shohei Otani. I am just acknowledging that if that's all they do, I still don't think just Shohei Otani as the offensive DH and then, you know, steal Tyone, um, Hendricks, Wicks, and maybe Horton or Smiley, that's not enough to win a World okay. Series. That's not enough wow. to win a championship. That's just not it. They they need they need another bat, and they need at least another arm, and then we've already talked about the bullpen and things like that. But if, if they really want to, if, if, if it's about winning a championship in 2024, which who knows, you know, it's a long-term thing. Yeah, maybe I think it's they, not. I think they need one major bat, and one major arm. And again, that this is the guy that solves that being one player, but he can't do the second thing quite yet. However, I still think you do it if he wants to come here in a heartbeat. And in terms of the money, ignore that. That part of it, he's going to bring you back and then some. And that's why I eventually think Ricketts might even be a little bit more willing to spend after that because he knows the Otani thing is going to come back. I mean, these ratings and Everything right. that you discussed. I don't know if I if I was clear on that, but that's the best I could do. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's clear that the Cubs have multiple needs, but I feel like a player that is this transformational does wonders for you. And yeah. he's a superstar. I think the Cubs adding good players this offseason would not be enough. They need to add a star. Otani's a superstar. Uh, so that checks a lot of boxes. Um, you know, the pitching uh, outage for him, I think that we're not privy to the information of that's going to lower the cost in a, in a pretty major way. Right. I think that's going to happen. I do think there's a chance he closes when he comes back. Um, I haven't seen anything about him never pitching again, but I, I do think it could be in a, in a lower capacity. And – that 44 home runs immediately balloons at because there's 81 contests at Wrigley. Right. I saw an overlay earlier today and he would have like 65 bombs if he was at Wrigley. It's stupid. Uh, and so I, I think if you insert him just offensively, they're the clear NL central favorite. Yes. I, agree I think there are two or three in the NL. Yeah, and I, just... I, I don't think it's that far to be talking trophies. I think they're. I think they're still. If they just add Otani, I think they're still significantly behind a team like Atlanta. I, I do believe that. Wow. And uh, because he can't pitch, if right, he could right. pitch, it'd be a lot closer. Wow. So I find it hard to believe that they would be done. You know, make marginal moves after that. Sure. 
Um, but a good pitcher, you know, not out of the question. Maybe follow the Rangers model. Think about it in terms of AAV and less about total cost. How much can you add for 2024, let's say? What is your payroll just for that season going to be? What's it going to be for 25? And then you climb the ladder from there. Okay. Yeah. The Cubs spending half a billion plus this, this winter is, is plausible, especially is. if you get him. Fangraphs has him at 10 years at 450 M's. Yeah, I think and if that's, that's low. what it takes, the Cubs should do it. I think that's low. Yeah. I I also think it's important to mention that I believe that Jed Hoyer really believes, and, and it's kind of a little bit, not sad, that's an overreaction, but a little bit tough to say because I think Craig Breslow, who's just left, is a huge part of this. But I really think Jed Hoyer believes in the pitching infrastructure that the Cubs have built, and he might really just want to stack up the offense and kind of just say, hey, like, I believe in Cade Horton. Yeah, I, Ben Brown. I, I, I believe in Brown. I believe in Wicks. I believe in, in what we have, what's going on here, and, and it's only going to add to that. Or, or, and this is where our new leader uh, comes into play, I believe in Craig Council's ability to take a a, a a cheap arm and you know help him reach his full potential. I mean, think about it. Think about all the all the right. things that the Brewers infrastructures had. I mean, they've taken guys, they've used Hauser. Last year it was Julio Tehran for a while, who who was basically out of baseball and he gave him 15 pretty solid starts, right? Right. So, you know. Maybe Jed feels like because of council, because of the like infrastructure that. the Cubs have built, that he could get by without a big name pitcher and just add to the offense because that's what council never had. That council never had a great offense, right? He, yeah. when Craig Council had one of the best players in the league, Christian Yelich, they were one of the best teams in the league, and and, and that was always a part of it. I just think hmm. to me, Jed can't ignore and, and and Craig Council. They got to really address the bullpen, but I don't think that's going to be done in free agency. That's more of an internal. That's trades. That's margin stuff. That that I think Council will figure out. The point I'm trying to make is it could be like that. They feel like, hey, just get us Otani. We'll add one fringe pitcher, and we like what we have, and, and go from there. That could be possible. I personally think they absolutely need a big bat and a big time arm this offseason. I believe that. I, I believe for them to take the next step. Like if you were to get a Shohei Otani type player and then get one of the top end arms or maybe even a middle type arm and, and you roll with that. Because the one thing we have to talk about, Matt, is as much as I dislike, you know, the ending for Marcus Stroman, it's still a hole that needs to be filled. He, he He's a good major league pitcher, right? Like he's not, he's not a, yeah. a, a, a like, like that, that is a loss. You know what I'm saying? So you're going in, you have three known starters right now. So it's all wow. there. With all that being said, I am on the Otani train. I would love for them to sign him for personal reasons too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, uh, well, but I, no, sorry, go ahead. I think that based, I, pull, I would invite everyone to pull up a chair to, to the Cubs bar right now, the Locked On Cubs bar. Can I get a Sprite, please? Because what I'm hearing is you're speaking. What I'm, I like what a, I'm I like hearing, a lemonade. A lemonade. I have an idea right now. I think that based on what you're, what I'm receiving from you, yeah, is that maybe they go internal on starting pitching if given an Otani signing, yeah. and the second big ad is actually a bullpen piece. 
It's yeah. someone we're not thinking of. It's trading for David Bednar. It's trading oh, for Emmanuel Classe. Wow. It's signing Josh Hader. Maybe the bullpen, the closer, yeah. is actually the second piece. Yeah. So I I don't I don't hate that. Now that would be exciting. My counter to that is is most of the time these guys like to wait till the deadline because bullpen, there's so much variance. There's so much volatility year to year. They like to just make extra sure that the guy that they're trading for is having that type of season. Because how you know, I always say bullpen pitchers are like field goal kickers in, in football. They're great until they right. miss one. They're great until they're not. So you don't want to invest a ton of money. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a second, Josh Hader's going through one of those stretches where he can't get anybody out. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen, but it's but possible. Maybe that's the big trade they make then. Yeah, it's possible. Someone who's under control. If my guess would be that if in an ideal world, Jed Hoyer adds one big bat, one big arm, they're about 10, 11, 12 games over 500 around the deadline, and then they go trade for that closer at the deadline. That's their big move, i.e. what they did okay. in 2016, what the Rangers did with the same player um, in 2023. Yeah. They did a little earlier, though, in the, in the deadline. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, it's it just you, you and I are preaching the same thing. You just don't want to lose games in April and May because you don't have a bullpen that's ready to perform yet. Right. So um, it's a lot there. I just think there's also an element in life or in, in sports of just like, you just sometimes just have to do things, right? Like, like, did it make sense for the angels to not trade him in the off season or at the, at the deadline and keep him? No, it made no sense, but it's Shohei freaking Otani, right? right like right. You, if you could get a guy like that, you get a guy like that. Why not go for it? Right. And, yeah, they and, are. and, and what better city awesome. to welcome you know, possibly the most gifted baseball player of all time than the city that has hosted the most gifted basketball player of all time. Oh. The city that's hosted one of the most gifted and special two oh. running backs football of all players, time yeah. and football players. I mean, this is, you know, I get it. Chicago, we don't have the greatest luck with sports, but we do know greatness and sweetness. And you know what I mean? Uh -huh. and, and why not have him come to this city and be treated like the king that he should be and get the whole baseball world's eyes on this city and on this player instead of Anaheim because nobody right, cares right. about that. I couldn't even pick Anaheim on a map. Right. Jordan, Peyton, Taves, Otani. <laughs> wow. Uh, is Taves out there? I think there's an element of conspiracy to this as well, Sam. Oh, boy. I have some clues here. From a Jed Hoyer interview, I got 54 seconds right here. This is Jed Hoyer. Oh, boy. With Parkins and Spiegel. This audio is courtesy of 670 The Score. They're asking him a couple questions about Otani. When was and this? This was from uh, Monday. Okay. And I, I know I already screwed up the Ross laugh because I forgot to turn off the loop tracks. Everybody forgot about that. But this clip is... Uh, fantastic tinfoil hat work and maybe a new drop on the show as well. Take a listen. We gonna meet, you going to meet with him again? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. That's not tampering, Jed. <laughs> it's not tampering. He's a free agent. It's not, but I'm a, it's, not, it's not something I, I'm going right. to comment on. All yeah. right. There are rumblings, though, that the geography doesn't matter as much. Our buddy John Paul Morosi reported that, in fact, just today, that 
that, that it's about competition and being really good for a long time. And of course, money. Do you, do you, do you have a sense for, for those kind of priorities from their camp? I don't yet. You know, as that stuff we'll, we'll find out, but um, I think in general, this time of year, you know, you just, you just have to take everything with a, with a, with a grain of salt and gather the information uh, in your own ways. But um, we'll, you know, certainly we'll, as with a lot of free agents, we'll be doing our due diligence um, and we'll be keeping it to ourselves. Now, if those are not answers that say Otani is going to be on the Cubs, I don't know what is. <laughs> well, no, don't, you know, don't put words in his mouth and, and create things. We're, they're going to give it their best shot. Can we say that? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> oh God, there's Hoyer. I think we can retire the Ross laugh and go to Hoyer. <laughs> um, Which laugh should we move forward with? Give us a call. 312. I, uh, <laughs> I think they're going to give it their best shot. A hundred percent. He might be here now for all we know. No, I don't think it's council's right. in town. I don't think he's here. Right they now. might be, they might be conferencing right now. I don't think so. Coming up next, we update you on the 40 man roster. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, overs, unders, and more. The Bears are a 10-point underdog Sunday against the Detroit Lions, and you could bet for or against them. Uh, Matt Eberflus was not able to answer a question on Justin Fields on Tuesday at, at his presser, and he's really not able to speak like a human being. Um, so that that's interesting. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, the official partner of the LockedOn Podcast Network. Cubs added three players to the 40-man roster on Tuesday, and they are all pitchers. Michael Arias, Porter Hodge, and Bailey Horn. 40-man roster is now at 40 players, which means there will be a trade or two soon and or a player or two non-tendered on Friday, as Friday is the non-tender deadline. As the week moves along, we'll get to uh, who some of those players could be Sam always a pleasure doing this show I have to say all off season every time I log off I am just jacked up I'm excited about this team I'm excited about our show uh, very thankful for all the listeners as two people that have 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 day jobs uh, me as a teacher you helping run a company uh, you could add more I don't want to speak for you but that's uh... I'm very thankful for the audience I'm very thankful for the audience. I'm very thankful for you. And I'm very thankful. What is it? Thanksgiving? We got like a week, 10 days. Well, it's only nine days away. But what I can express is I appreciate everybody who has helped me and and you obviously being a big part of this. I really was devastated uh, with the way the 2023 season ended. Like that's not an act, folks. Uh, Yeah, it took a while. and, And to be in this place where I feel like because of the new manager, and, and where things are headed, I I really do have that 
yeah. last week of the season in my rear view mirror. And oh, that's, that's a big good. step for me. And, and I appreciate everybody who's helped me. And this show has been great. And I, I, I'm telling you, Matt, I've said it before and I'll say it again. This is going to be an off season that we remember. There is momentum happening here. Go Illini. I'm so excited to see what the Cubs do, maybe sooner rather than later. Thank you so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. You give us 20 to 30 minutes, and we'll give you all things Cubs. We'll laugh or two along the way. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. Shout out to the audio peeps on Apple, Spotify, SiriusXM, and more. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked On Cubs. Locked On Cubs. <laughs>